although we're studying from the, the book of Hosea, the prophet, I um, want you to know that there is yet in this story a message of deliverance. There, there is in this story a message of God's great love and salvation. Um, salvation in the Hebrew means it's soteria. It means nothing broken and nothing missing. Um, it's a word of deliverance, one of rescue. Um, it gives to us the idea that one is lost or one is stranded and there has come to them a savior, a deliverer, a helper to rescue them. In this story, we will see an amazing love story. Amazing love story as on the heels of Valentine's weekend, Ms. Rosie said she wants Jesus to be her Valentine. And I know um, Anthony was her Valentine on yesterday. Uh, but but we every day ought to be Valentine with Jesus. Amen. He ought to be at the center of our heart. Oftentimes, love begins to wither. We have to do some things to rekindle our affections um, for God. In, in this story, in this story, we find a dear sister who has wandered from God. I want you to know that you, she is not the only person who wanders away from God. By the way, her name is Gomer, and she's married to the prophet Hosea. I, I, I'll tell you a little bit more about her, but, but, but let me share a story um, from the grandmother of Miss Tiffany Cooper. Um, Tiffany Cooper's grandmother tells the story of, of Tiffany that when she was a little child, she remember going to the carnival in Wyoming with her granddaughter and her 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 son-in-law and her daughter, and 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 Tiffany got on one of the carnival rides. She was excited. She was overjoyed, and to, it, all, going around in circles. She would even see her parents there on the ground, and, and she would say, look at me, look at me, and she'd wave at them, and, and they'd wave back at her, and they were excited. They were taking pictures of her, just mere excitement going on at this carnival, and all of a sudden, the, 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 the ride stopped, and she got off of the ride, but she's still excited, and, and she just can't believe, oh, this is what was so much fun. This was so much joy. Oh, I, I loved it. And, and as she walked out of the gate from the ride, she, she assumes that her grandmother grabs her by the hand, but, but a stranger comes and grabs her by her hand, and she continues to talk. And, and she's saying, Grandma, oh, I had a wonderful time. Oh, you should have been on the ride with me. Oh, I want to go back on the ride. And the person who's holding her hand, he just continues to walk toward his vehicle. And, and the parents notice, where is Tiffany? Grandmother, where is Tiffany? And all of a sudden, they begin to cry out, Tiffany, Tiffany, where, where are you? They did not see her come off the ride. All of a sudden, someone has grabbed her and taking her to his 
car. And they screamed to the top of their lungs, Tiffany, someone help me find Tiffany. And all of a sudden they saw her and they began to run toward her and they saw her and they just cried out, Tiffany. And then Tiffany recognized she wasn't with her grandmother. And all of a sudden, Tiffany let go of his hands and she just began to run in the directions of the, of the voice that she heard. She knew it was her grandmother. She knew it was her father. She knew it was her mother crying out to her. And she just all of a sudden ripped loose and ran toward the voice that she heard. Now, when I heard that story, it, it, it made me think, what would have happened to this family? Can you even imagine if she would have been abducted. Can you imagine the great pain, the great turmoil, the great loss that this family would have suffered? We, we don't even want to imagine that happening to our children, that, that they will somehow wander off, be abducted, be pulled away, being drawn away, and never being able to see them Again, it's a hurtful thing to think about. It's, it's, it's one of those thoughts we never want to imagine happening to us. The reality is that on a daily basis, there are people who are abducted in their faith. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have been abducted in their faith, they, they were just going along and, and, and they were enjoying life and all of a sudden something grabbed them. They, 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 they no longer understood what happened because sometimes we wonder and don't even know it. She, Tiffany did not even know this was not her grandmother. She's still talking to the person like it's her loved one, like it's her, her, her caretaker, like it's her, her caregiver. She's talking as if they're right there with her, and lo and behold, she has been abducted. Because some of us wander off in our lives, and we don't even know that we have wandered astray. There are people who come to church week after week, and once the benediction is given, they don't know that they've been abducted by everything that society has to offer. Abducted. Not, not only do we wander off and, and, and don't even realize that we have, have wandered off, but some of us, we don't just wander, we rebel. We, we made a decision in our heart. You know what? I don't want to have nothing to do with church. Uh, don't, 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 don't even invite me. Don't call me to go down there. Don't call my number. Don't text me. Don't Facebook me. Don't Instagram me. Don't Twitter me. Don't social network me. I don't want to have anything else to do with the church. I don't want to have anything else to do with God. And they just rebel against God. Some people who, who, who know the truth of God's word and the Bible declares that his truth shall make us free. But yet and still they choose to rebel against God and go after their own pleasures in life. The Bible declares that, that, that sin is pleasurable for a season, but therein it leads to our demise. Sometimes we just simply rebel. Not that anyone has lured us away from God, but, but the desires in our own heart, it draws us away from God. 
abducted, abducted. Then, then there are those who, who just simply drift. We, we, we drift away. We drift away. If, if you've ever been in a boat, there's, there's on, on the top of the surface, that there may, it, the waters may look settled, but underneath there's an undercurrent that will, if you, you're not in a position to row and you're not in a position to, 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 to make sure you're on course, to make sure that you're going in the right direction, the undercurrent will drive you. And some of us have been driven by the undercurrents of life. We merely drift. How, how do we drift? We drift because we stop praying. We stop praying. We, we stop fasting. We stop worshiping. We stop reading our word. We stop serving God and his kingdom. We stop giving. And, and, and before long, we drift. Matter of fact, you can be in church and drift. I, I, I love technology. I love gadgets. But, but you know the truth is you can be there taking notes in church on your tablet and before you know it, you're on Facebook. You ain't posting about the service. You just have drifted away. And now you in church, you're tweeting about your boo and what he didn't do for you on Valentine's Day. Drift away. We merely drift. We don't recognize it, but the undercurrent of life begin to lure us and drift us away from God. The truth is, the truth is, we all drift. We, 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 we all drift. Some of us drift a few feet away. You, you, you know, the people that drift a few feet away, th those are the people who, who feel like, Lord, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep one foot in and one foot out. They, they think they can play around and toy around with their relationship with God and be like Samson. Remember when Samson was toying around with Delilah, she says, where do you get your strength? And he lied to her on two occasions and, and she called the Philistines in. Then the third time she called them in and they, 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 they kept held him captive and they, they gouged his eyes out. They, they bound him, they chained him and put him on a grinding wheel. And that's what happens when we play with our, with our relationship with God. When we begin to drift away, God, the enemy will come and take your vision and gouge your eyes out. Will put you on a grinding wheel. What, what the things that you ought not be struggling over, now you're struggling over them. We drift. We all drift. I, I, I remember drifting as a child. Grew up in a church in the South. Um, our pastor, he, he was with us on the first and third Sundays. He was at another church on second and fourth Sundays. And in the fifth Sundays was always a toss-up. We didn't know if we had him or not. So... So if you, you, you're only going the first and third Sunday, you, you, the, the other weeks you're just drifting. You're just drifting. And I remember the age of nine, I was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, started doing home Bible studies, go to a, a, a fair in, in Memphis, the Mid-South Fair, and instead of jumping around on, uh, in, 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 in balloons and going on rides, 
somehow, someway, I found a, 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 a correspondence Bible study by the age of 10, and I, I've done a through the Bible course. I become a junior deacon in the church. I'm praying. I'm teaching Sunday school. But by the time, baby, I get to the ninth grade, I wasn't thinking about none of that. I, 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 had, I had wandered off. I had drifted. I didn't want to be any part of that. And, and the truth of the matter is, I, I even kept going because my family, at some point, I, I don't know what the issue was. They never told me. But I think they was mad at somebody in the church. And they kept going, but they didn't keep me from, they, they stopped going, but they didn't keep me from going. So I went for a little while. Then all of a sudden I drifted also because I had no one to encourage me to go to church. And after a while, everything looked good. The girls looked good. The drinking looked good. The partying looked good. And, and I was lured in by that life, doing some things that, that honestly I am ashamed of. But I drifted away. Then around the age of 24, my marriage is crumbling and life isn't what I expected it to be. And I found my way back to God. I remember going back to God and went to a revival at Progressive Dr. Dexter Wise was here from Columbus, Ohio, I still remember. And he preached a sermon that says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I was excited. I went home and told Sharon, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. She said, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> she had drifted. She, she, she ain't want no part of that. She, no, that, uh, you, you must think you my daddy. You, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure the daddy thing out and you stepping to me like you my daddy's baby no <laughs> you just my man <laughs> but that was the journey that was the journey I'm making my way back to God because we all to some degree wonder but what I love about God, that even though we wonder, even though we drift, even though we rebel, I love that God still pursues us. God comes to find us. No matter how far you have drifted away, God loves you so much that he comes to find you. You, you know how it is. Don't, don't you lose your phone on the way to church. You won't make it. You won't make it. You, 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 don't, don't you lose your, your purse. Don't you lose your wallet. Don't you lose your, 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 your driver's license. Those things, you, you consider them to be necessities, and you will not leave home without them. You will search high and low, look all around the house, turn stuff over, move things around, rearrange things to find the thing that you desperately think you need, and that's how God is. God will go through everything to get to you and I simply because he loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he will search high and low because God loves, God loves you. Ain't you glad about it that God, God loves you? I'm so glad that he loves me. When, when I think about my own life, I ain't, ain't got to look into yours. 
to think that God loves me in spite of the stuff, the baggage, the junk, the, the trouble, the, the brokenness, the, the heartache, the pain, the ups, the downs, the letdowns, the disappointments. God still loves me. Look, look, look at this story. We find someone who has wondered from God. We, um, the, in, in this story, we see the prophet Hosea. And he marries himself to Gomer. Hosea's a prophet, but he marries, watch this, a prostitute. How is that for a Valentine's Day story? A prophet marries a prostitute, watch this, because God says so. Because God says so. Look, look at the text. I'm not making this up. He says, when the Lord first began speaking to Israel, Hosea 1 and 2, through Hosea, he said to him, go and marry a prostitute. I know I got a pause right there so y'all can soak this up. <laughs> I know you're saying, for real? This better than the haves and the have-nots. This, this stuff better then scandal, this stuff better than how to get away with murder. This, this, is, this is Thursday night, what you ought to be in. <laughs> he says, go and marry a prostitute so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. This will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. He, he says, I want you to do this as an illustration and a demonstration of how much I love Israel. I, I, I think I would have had a little a meeting with Jesus. Now, uh, can't we do this another way? <laughs> Isn't there another way you can show and express your love? Why you got to utilize me like that? But what I like about Hosea is he's obedient to God. This is an adulterous generation. This is an adulterous nation. See, see, our relationship with God is likened to that of a marriage. We are the bride as the church. Jesus is coming back for his bride. He, it, he, he's the groomsman and he is coming back for his bride and as he has been betrothed to us there are sometimes we wander away sometimes we're unfaithful here he is a man of God here he is a prophet he's respected and revered in his community his words make sense his his words when he speaks it's like E.F. Hutton people listen now they're looking at him I, I can't believe that he would make a decision like that here's a man that loves God speaks boldly the word of God but he attaches himself to a prostitute not, not, don't, don't trip on her and say she's the only prostitute here because the men are prostitutes in this day too. The church is adulterous in this day. It's, they are prospering, but yet they're pulling away from God. An adulterous 
generation. He, he, he marries her, and, and on, on multiple occasions, she's unfaithful to her husband. He marries her, and, and she, she, she no longer loves him like she used to, and, and she gives her way to those in the to those in the street that she thinks can do more for her than Hosea can. And she she's, has been captivated by, by, by the sweet nothings that have been whispered in her ear. Oh, girlfriend, I can get you this. Oh, you, leave that zero and get you a, a hero. Le leave him. I, there's more over here. And sometimes the grass can look greener on the other side. So she has an affair. She's cheating on him she has gone to the degree that she abandons him see it, it, it may start out one way it may start out you, you you're looking at someone else and, and then you start calling them and then you 